हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डी एच रेडियो द इंडियन प्रीमियर लीग आई पी एल इज स्विचिंग गियर्स बट सरप्राइजिंगली टू ऑफ द टूर्नामेंट्स मोस्ट सक्सेसफुल टीम्स द चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स एंड मुंबई इंडियंस आर लैंग्वेजिंग एट द बॉटम ऑफ द टेबल To understand what really is happening with these high-profile teams, we have Deccanerals senior sports correspondents Sydney Kiran and Sandeep Menon take a deep dive. Listen in. Hello and welcome to the Deccanerals podcast. I am Sandeep Menon, and with me is Sydney Kiran, and we are here to talk about the Indian Premier League. In this episode, we will focus on CSK and Mumbai Indians, and what on earth is going on with two of the most successful sides in the tournament's history. So uh, first of all welcome Sydney uh, how are you Hi Sandeep how are you doing I'm really good thank you So two teams Chennai Super Kings Mumbai Indians perennial favorites uh, at the bottom of the league standing right now what's going on with them Well actually a lot of things are going wrong with both Chennai Super Kings and Mumbai Indians and that explains the reason why Chennai were able to win only one game Mumbai are winless So now let's start with Chennai Super Kings. What is really going wrong with them? Well, the answer is the performance of the batsmen. Chennai have really not clicked as a batting unit. Firstly, top performer Rudraj Gaikwad. Last season he scored 635 runs at an average of 45.35, but this season in 5 games he just scored 35 runs. Now this is really really impacted Chennai Super Kings because Chennai invested a lot in this youngster they retained him as one of the four players and they thought that this is a season that Rutraj is going to step it up and you know he made his India debut he was one of the youngsters to watch out in this season's IPL so his performance is really really impacted CSK now the struggles just doesn't end with the top order it is going on in, into the middle order as well take Ambati Raidu, Dhoni and Moin Ali. Raidu has scored just 82 runs in 4 innings. Dhoni, he started with a half century but thereafter he has just looked completely lost. He's managed about just 92 runs. Then Moin Ali, he was one of the star performers for CSK last season but uh, even he's sort of struggling for runs. He just managed about 86 in 4 innings. Now, when the top order and the middle order struggles then you know there's a very very serious issue and to make it worse even the lower order of chennai super kings has failed to fire dwayne bravo is one of the most iconic players who's you know won several matches on his own for csk he's really really looked ordinary this season his bowling has been okay but his batting has been really awful he's just managed about 9 runs in 3 innings and jadeja many expected he was in the form of his life he was in a purple patch he was elevated as a skipper just about a couple of days when the ipl could start but he's also just managed about 66 runs in in 5 innings so when you put all this together about five to six batsmen are really really struggling in this entire team and if your batting unit struggles then it's a big big problem the only saving grace for csk has been uttapa and shivam dubey who took apart royal challengers bangalore in the previous game but that apart really really ordinary and worse even the bowling has been a bit off the radar if you look at it their strike paces admel and wen pitorius they've just played one in two games each respectively and jadeja who normally is very very parsimonious who you know averages at about his economy is about 6 and 1/2 7 
he's really struggled to hold one thing. Maybe the captaincy is also playing into his head and, you know, so many things to factor in and that's maybe kind of having an impact to the bowling department. And what's really hurt them in the bowling department is Deepak Chahar. Deepak Chahar has been a star performer for them. We all know the feel-good story of Deepak Chahar, how Dhoni turned him into this match-winning, not just a bowler, but an all-rounder. Him ruled out of the entire tournament has really hurt them. So, problems plenty for Chennai Super Kings. Now, moving on to Mumbai Indians, I think Mumbai Indians also the same problem. It's been the it's the batting, especially the top order. Now, firstly, it's the form of Rohit Sharma. Rohit has always let them from the front ever since he took over as captain of Mumbai Indians. You could see that his fortunes, even with India, also changed. You know, now Rohit is a captain of pretty much all three formats of the Indian team. For a person who's about 34, 35 years of age to be leading the team in all three formats says a lot. And this has largely to do with his Mumbai Indians form. You know, he's led them to five IPM titles, has been one of the talismanic performers. But this season so far, he's just about got 41 runs and four innings. And we really don't know what's going wrong with Tohid. It looks like he's getting off to start, but he's not able to convert them. Or sometimes he's getting out to rash shots. And he knows that the onus was in him to lead from the front and he's not able to do it. So that's been a bit of a problem. Unlike CSK, uh, Mumbai Indians' bedlord is relatively okay. They, Surya Kumar Yadav, one of the star players, has done well in the two innings. We know that he missed the start of the IPL. He didn't play the first two games because he was injured. And, but ever since he's come back, he's looked in fine nick. He's got about 120 runs in two innings. And the teenage sensation Tilak Varma, who Mumbai Indians picked, uh, he's been in fine touch as well. But the bigger problem for Mumbai Indians complete lack of explosion in the lower order. Until last year, you had the Pandya brothers, largely Hardik Pandya and then Karan Pollard. Now, these two guys could change the complexion of a match anytime. Like, you see Mumbai Indians struggling at 65, you would see these two guys join forces and take them to 180. Or say, Mumbai Indians needed about 40 runs in about 18 balls and you had these two guys in the middle, you know, they can deliver. Pandya could clear the ropes easily, Pollard could clear the ropes very easily. Now, as we know, Arthik Pandya is no more with the franchisee. He's gone ahead and he's leading Gujarat Titans. So his exit has really put a big hole in Mumbai Indians' plans. And Pollard, who in between even has captained the Mumbai Indians, even he's sort of struggling for runs. Uh, he really hasn't got going this IPL. And with Kunal also not being there, this is really, really affecting Mumbai. Mumbai Indians are the guys who sort of finish very strongly. Even if they are about, say, going at about seven runs in the first 12, 13 hours, at the end of the innings, you would see them ending up with about nine runs, run rate. So that's because the late order explosion. Now, that's really not happened. Sadly, Deval Brevis is being nicknamed the baby A.B. De Villiers because of the talent that he possesses. He has not come to the party. He still hasn't fired all cylinders. And all this, you know, has combined and, you know, made Mumbai look a little weaker on the batting side. And if bowling-wise, Mumbai have sort of struggled. Bumbra has been okay, but he's looked a little off radar. He's 
got hit in a couple of matches that he spoiled in the death. And very importantly, Mumbai, until last season, they had two key spinners, Rahul Chahar and Krunal Pandya. Now, Rahul Chahar was their premier wicket-taker. Last season, he took 13 wickets at an economy of 7.39, which is very, very good. While Krunal would not get you much wickets, he would just come keep firing in those you know, sliders, contain the batsman and sort of stifle the opposition. Now, Chahar is not there, Prunal is not there. And they backed up on Murugan Ashwin. Now, Murugan Ashwin has done well, but he has lacked support from the other players. So, all this has sort of contributed to where Mumbai Indians are standing right now. So, primarily, I think the top order needs to start firing and Bar needs to start firing as well as Deval Brevis needs to start firing if they need to turn it around. When you look at it, one of the biggest reasons why these two teams have been so successful and so consistent is the fact that they had a very strong core. So, uh, going into an auction, that too, as a term, a mega auction. So, we can break it down into two things. A lot of their key players have gone. Like you said, the Pandya brothers have left. Uh, Faf Duplicy has gone from Chennai. So, some of the key players have left. At the same time, they have retained players who may not have been the most ideal ones. So, Dhoni was retained. Maybe they could have bought him back with a right to match or something as opposed to retaining because that's a lot of money, that's a lot of pressure. Then he's no longer the captain also. There's a little bit of a, what do you call it, the emotional connect there. Say Mumbai has lost some of their key players who they developed, Hardik Pandya being one of them. So, uh, what do you make of the impact that this auction has had going into, into the season? Yeah, you asked a very important question, Sandeepa, about the auctions and you really brought about the point of Dhoni. See, uh, the only thing is obviously at the auction table this time, they didn't have the right RTM card because of the two new teams in this one. But I feel CSK made a big, big mistake in you know retaining Dhoni. Yes, Dhoni has been an iconic player, has won Chennai Super Kings four IPL titles, has been the most talismanic player for CSK. I mean, that's exactly why he's called Tala. And for example, two days ago, I saw a video on Twitter or Instagram where he's walking out to bat during a practice session and the fans are just roaring behind him. Now, yes, now that is all the emotive part. But, you know, you watch a lot of football, you watch a lot of, you know, European football. And we all know that uh, emotion is great, but emotion alone doesn't win you matches. Sometimes you need to make, you know, strategic decisions, especially if you want to be a very, very successful franchisee. And there is a time when you really need to let go of your talismanic players and the player themselves have to understand. So that's where I think CSK heard. I know a lot of Chennai Super King fans might not agree with me. They might be up in arms against me for saying that. But let's see the facts here. Now, Dhoni is 40 years old. Now, when this auction happened, this was a mega auction. So you had to build a team for a bare minimum of three years. Now, if you look at it, after the end of three years, Dhoni was going to be around 43, 44. So you know very well, Dhoni is not going to last all these years. And even when they went into the auction, Dhoni was still the skipper. But that changed just before the IPL when, you know, Dhoni said that he's stepping down and CSK said apparently Dhoni had communicated this with them and they renamed Ravindra Jareja. Now, that paints a very sorry picture of CSK because CSK is one of the most organized teams. You know, they are very well-planned. Players like to play for CSK simply because the manager is very, very supportive and uh, the captain has been very fantastic. He's changed the careers of many people. But here, I think when they went into the auction pool, 
they didn't go with a clear plan and it started with you know retaining dhoni i think dhoni should have been let go and also knowing the fact that he is not going to be the skipper they should have invested in someone younger and there were quite a lot of young skippers available like shreyas air was available hardik pandey also was available kl rahul was available if you didn't want an indian there were even foreigners for example david one was available i know david one was about 34 35 but you still would have got about 2 3 years with david one and mind you david one was previously playing for sunrisers and then uh, he has a good connect with the south audience as well with his instagram mannerisms and all that so that's one thing fans will point out that dhoni started at the half century but post the half century what has dhoni done in the remaining three matches for csk so that's the thing and also they were fine with retaining rutraj kaikwad and mohin ali rutraj kaikwad is the future talent it's sad that uh, he hasn't got firing this season but you know that there will be a turn around and you know he can even start doing well next season as well mohin ali is a fantastic talent he will also come around and even the other purchases in the auction if you look at it there isn't any ace bowler you know it's sad that deepak chahar was ruled out but when you go to the auction table you have to make teams for all these permutation combinations you have to figure out that what if my ace bowler goes you know breaks down you know i feel as a very long season two months long so who's my backup these all needs to be factored in chennai normally factor in all these well but i think they just got caught up in this whole dhoni sentiment dhoni drama and you know failed to see beyond that and as a result you know they stuck in a thing and it's going to take some real undoing now of course they named areja as a captain but it's going to take some task you know to rebuild the team again mumbai did well they might be the richest franchise i mean not now because lucknow have paid much with the money but they always treat the players like a family that's why they call it as the mi family or the we family and uh, they did well because see they had a lot of talented players and because of the retention rules are you could only retain four so they went with skipper over surakumar yadav who's a fantastic batsman and jasprit bumrah and kairan polar kairan polar was like the backup skipper so they had to go with him and polar has been a wonderful servant of mumbai indians and they flourish huge money in getting back ishan kishan because they know what kind of a talent is and sadly they couldn't retain the services of uh, hardik pandya it could be because of many factors because he was injured he was not able to bowl so in gujarat rock him in and if you look at it they have actually assembled a pretty decent squad you know because mumbai at the end of the day is owned by uh, gujarati so they're going to be very very wise with the way they spend money and mumbai always have done that they've always bought players and made those players into superstars you know the pandyas are quite an example of that so they've bought very young guys like bravis and then there's daniel sams they've also bought in jofra archer knowing for the fact that he won't be available this season but from next season he will be available and they also have ishan kishan and tilak varma so it's sad that this season mumbai have not been firing that's because of a few things but i think once mumbai indians start firing or maybe from next season they're going to look very dangerous So, considering the pedigree that these two teams come with, Chennai has opened their account against RCB. That was in good form. Uh, Mumbai has a chance now. What do you think are the chances of a turnaround that they can push for a top four again? 
Well, it's going to be really, really difficult for these two teams. Yes, they've done it in the past. They both are past masters. You know, a couple of times Mumbai looked down and now they lost the opening four or five matches. But they stayed an incredible turnaround and went on to win the IPL as well. And even Chennai Super Kings, been, at times when they've been really down and out, and they've gone ahead and scripted turnaround. But mind you, that was when there was only eight teams. But now we have ten teams. So, the competition is much higher. And also... The newcomers are not playing like newcomers. They look like, you know, very accomplished units. Uh, take, for example, Gudra Titans as well as Lucknow Super Giants. They have right there at the top of the table, they're challenging the best teams. They've assembled good squads. So it's, it's not going to be easy. And even regular laggards, like say, take Royal Challengers Bangalore, who are very inconsistent, but they look slightly potent this season. So it's not going to be easy. But you never know what is going to happen because uh, I doubt whether CSK can do that because I feel that they don't have the resources. Yes, they've done it in the past. You know, they've been called the daddy's army and the daddy boys have done it in the past. But to keep expecting these extremely seasoned people to keep repeating the same thing is going to be a little difficult. But Mumbai Indians, I feel, have a better chance of staging a turnaround because uh, comparing the two squads, Mumbai, I feel that they have a, a better squad in place. A lot more talent is available there. Very good batsmen there. And if they all start firing, it's going to be dangerous signals for the rival teams. And bowling-wise, also, they look a little sorted, Mumbai, because uh, they have Bumbra and Bumbra starts doing well. Then uh, they're going to look quite dangerous. And there's this young batsman called Deval Brewis, whose nickname the Baby AP. So he's yet to start firing. And once he starts firing then it could be really, really good for Mumbai. So, I feel that Mumbai have a better chance of staging a turnaround. Okay, this is just one last question here. Experience and uh, age and everything. This is a very subtle balance that you have to strike. And uh, CSK, mm-hmm. off late, had been on the experience side. A lot of players in the 30s or late 30s in the last few years when mm-hmm. they won the title and stuff. How difficult is it to get that balance right? And is that what they lack this time? Or even Mumbai to an extent you can use, but I think Mumbai has a very rounded team in some some respect. Okay, exactly as you said. So Mumbai have a much better rounded team because they've got a very good balance of young guys and seasoned guys. And like Justin Pumbaa said the other day that Mumbai Indians are going to a transition phase. And uh, even if they don't win the season, uh, next season they're going to be a lot more potent because some of these youngsters have got that you know, experience of going out and playing against the best players. They would have got that experience. So they're going to look a lot more potent next season. And some of these seasoned guys also will be hungry to perform. But in terms of Chennai, it's going to be very, very difficult because as I said, uh, they did a big mistake with Dhoni and uh, Jadeja is fine. Now, the all the others also now, for take for example, Robin Uttapa, he's done well in the few games that he's played this season, but we don't know whether he'll be able to go and sustain this for the entire season. And uh, it's much harder for them because they really don't have much of a balance between the aged players and the young players. And it's very surprising because uh, Chennai was one of those teams, like, you know, a decade ago when they thrust Tony into captaincy, he was this young player with the world at his feet and he took Chennai to, you know, the heights that Chennai is right now. So, they should have done that probably, which they heard. I think it's going to be difficult. I really don't know what Chennai is planning to do now, whether they're going to go through the motions or whether the win against RCB has triggered them and we see a turnaround from them. Because, as I said, many of these guys are experienced. They played in the, you know, high-pressure matches. They 
you know, they've really pushed the corners and they've come back from those. So they also could do it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for them though. Yes, I think uh, as the season goes by, we will get more and more of a clearer picture and uh, we'll also get to enjoy some really high quality cricket. So, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you so much, Sydney, for your time, for your input into this podcast for Tech and Herald. So, until the next week or the next time we do a next uh, session with IPL, uh, everybody just uh, stay safe and enjoy the game. Yeah, thank you, Sandeep. Stay safe. And that's all we have for you today. To keep you updated on all things news and views, head straight to deckinheral.com.